We talk about manifestation, so I'm saying it right now. You're listening to Rihanna's future husband, John Cash, on the John Cash Show podcast. John Cash. You're listening to John Cash. Wow, wow. You're listening to John Cash. Radio show giving you all that you listening to John Cash. Entertainment's hottest news and latest music. You're listening to John Cash. Midday or the evening, the early the morning. John Cash. Midday or the evening, the early the morning. You're listening to John Cash. Let's go, New York. John Cash. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's an all new edition of the John Cash Show podcast. Uh, First and foremost, before we get started with the festivities, I just want to say thank you for the outpouring of support and love from last week. uh, Well, the last episode that was released uh, regarding my uh, confessions. I felt like a usher. (laughs) (laughs) That was the feedback, actually. Uh, A lot of people, uh, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to um, divulge other people's like business and stuff like that. But a lot of people share with me that either they knew somebody that went through something similar, or they themselves went through something similar, Mm -hmm. and they thank me for um, my bravery. I don't think I'm brave. I just felt like I was just tired of carrying that shit. Like it was just, very, <laughs> it was like, yeah, it was. But um, well, you, you have know. to be brave to be able to share it amongst everybody. So yeah. that's that's the bravery. Yeah, wear the badge of honor. Hush. <laughs> okay, but now I'm back this week and I'm ready to. <laughs> Period. Ready to test. Damn right. All right. <laughs> The views and opinions expressed by myself do not reflect those of the John Cash Show podcast sponsors and or affiliates. Listener and viewer discretion is highly, highly advised. Of course, you can hear the John Cash Show podcast on demand on your favorite streaming platform. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Including but not limited to Apple iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Pandora, and many, many, many more platforms except for Tidal. Period. Now, I'd like to introduce to you my amazing co-host. She absolutely needs no introduction, but hell, I'm going to do it anyway. She's tittying today. <laughs> Her titties are tittying today. It's the uh, the shimmy for me. <laughs> it's the feminine divine goddess, the multifaceted epitome of black girl magic with the whoppiest whop in all the land she, ladies and gentlemen, Holds the cure to COVID. <laughs> the Brownsville bully. Star. <laughs> Make sure you guys follow me on Instagram. <laughs> That's at Urban Classic. U-R-B-A-N-C-L-A-S-S-I-Q-Q underscore to you. Yes. And also, let's not forget the producer and engineer extraordinaire of the John Cash Show podcast, who's currently hosting his family, like I said, you know, <laughs> before, <sighs> from out of town. And, you know, they want to, he wanted to make sure that uh, he was on the up and up. So <laughs> you want to, sh- you know, bring him to this uh, <laughs> monstrosity that is called a show. 
So, yeah, so um, let me just, the PG version. <laughs> the man with the iron jaw and not mm-hmm. the iron claw, the vagina-eating demon with vanilla-flavored <laughs> semen. Mr. Vagina PG was... than that. <laughs> I know. I feel like I'm in a fucking sex ed class. Oh, shit. There goes, well, sh- damn. Anyway. <laughs> Mr. Vagina Whisperer. Josh. I know when he hears this, he's going to be like, what the hell was that? <laughs> and in his place is the quiet assassin of engineering, the resident good guy. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, and Demi Lovato's around the world. <laughs> Show your love for the one and the only Walter. <laughs> and hailing from the bedstead. <laughs> I gotta give you a backup antics. The bedside section of Brooklyn, New York, weighing a slim, trim, one hundred and ninety-nine pounds. <laughs> I'm getting distracted because she's Come really rocking right now. <laughs> you get yeah, all right, me. Queen. All right. <laughs> we will, we will rock you. Let's the go. Rabbi Ratchet. Hey. The master of podcasting. The one and the only. John <laughs> Cash. Take a bow. Beautiful. No, 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 no. All right, all right. Please, please, please. All right, all right. Beautiful. Somebody just did it. Yeah. Did it me. Oh shit! I saw it right there. Yes, yes. <laughs> Turn off the lights. Light a candle. <laughs> Clean crowd. <laughs> Clean crowd. So, um, you know, full disclosure, we're taping on uh, what is this? Sunday, May, May the twenty third, twenty twenty one. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is hot as hell outside. Hot. Okay. I am hotter than a whore in church (laughs) (laughs) when they do an altar call, okay? Okay. (laughs) I am hot, okay? That's how hot I am. Like, wearing a damn uh, tank top, you know. My arms are armsing. (laughs) (laughs) My titties are tittying, okay? <laughs> yeah, so um with a little titty sweat too. I'm gonna need uh, you know, a little dove yeah. like under here. <laughs> right. Dove for men. Right, right under here. Yeah. Yeah. And and uh, you know, it's a travesty because you know we live in New York City, right? We're mm-hmm. broadcasting out of New York City. It's a travesty when it's a hot day and you don't see a fat bus driver, so you don't know whether the air is gonna work or not on that bus. You know, if it's a fat bus driver, that damn air is going <laughs> to work. That be pumping. <laughs> right. They're going to be like, uh-uh, there's unsafe working conditions. <sighs> anyway, as I alluded to earlier, we have another celebrity that, in my opinion, is using the LGBTQIA through Z, infinity, and beyond Ciao. community <laughs> to gain relevance. Ciao. Demi Lovato, 
earlier this week, came out as a non-binary individual. Now, of course, the social justice warriors <laughs> who don't know any better are eating this shit up mm-hmm. and applauding her. But those of us who knows this bitch, this bitch <laughs> pulls more stunts than a, uh, than a Nigerian scammer. <laughs> Matter of fact, she makes a Nigerian scammer blush. So the people that know her history, we are a little skeptical. The only pronouns that should be affiliated with her is her or when. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, okay. Now, before y'all get upset with me, <laughs> what? <laughs> And miss the whole context of my viewpoint. (laughs) Let me make it perfectly clear. For the umpteenth time, I don't care what you do (laughs) or who you do (laughs) as an individual, as long as it's a consenting adult and not with the person I'm fucking (laughs) without prior (laughs) consent. I say that all the time. (laughs) Do I not? Yeah. As long as it's with a consenting adult and person you know if we had a if we had an agreed upon threesome then that's fine but if not it ain't okay (laughs) so i'm just gonna say this and i'm gonna just go into the article i firmly believe that demi lovato is trying to (laughs) line up her pride appearances since Mm. you know outside is opening back up just in time for pride (laughs) Now let the hoteps and explode. They're take, and they're saying no cops are allowed. Apparently. Yeah, so let the hoteps explode on that one. So. <laughs> let me go to uh, this bitch. Miss, Miss, I identify <laughs> as they and them. <laughs> and uh, no, bitch, you need to identify as her or when. That's what you need to identify as. I guess the drug overdoses ain't working anymore Ooh, with the publicity stunts. Now you got to go into, I want to dress as a boy because I feel like a boy. Or, you know, I don't identify as a gender. And, you know, this is, and a lot of people, I'm very liberal. I don't want to sound like I could, you know, uh, uh, audition for Fox News <laughs> or the new shit that they got, uh, the one that Greg Kelly's on. And they all over the place. I'm like, wow. I thought it it couldn't get worse than Mm -hmm. Fox News. Newsmax. That's what Mm -hmm. it is. Okay. I, I personally don't have the time to try to worry about how to identify somebody. You're either him or her. Okay. If you don't want to be identified as that, then just say it. I, I like at this point, it's confusing. It's very aggravating. It's like very... you say the wrong. You you say you try to be like, I said uh, like this was a correct. few weeks ago. I forgot to tell you this. I'm walking by somebody and I say, "Excuse me, ma'am. I don't identify as ma'am, but you're a woman in my eyes. Like what the fuck? Like what the fuck you want right. me to do? Like now you accusing me of being a, a bigot." When, like, hello, like... I identify you as you come What I see. I, mean, I don't yeah. have time to be like, oh, what do you identify as? Because you're in my fucking way. Are you, would you rather me just push you out the fucking way? I mean, this is what we used to do at the airport at TSA. We um, used to search you based on your outside appearance. We would not ask you what, what do you prefer. Like, how you presented is how we were told, we're trained to... Um, 
you know, deal with this person. So if you look or dress female, then a woman officer would be the one to pat you down. If you presented as male, then a male officer would pat you down. So, you know, it, it is it's getting very like. We, we on the, we're on the verge, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, we're I'm probably sure. on the verge of canceling science. <laughs> Woke, like I'm telling you, cancel culture is the bane of my fucking existence. <laughs> it makes no sense. What is the problem with? Oh, well, OK. You could be gay, you could be straight, you could be lesbian. And please, if I sound ignorant, please enlighten me. Mm-hmm. And I think I speak a lot what a lot of people are feeling right about now. But the non-binary, non-conforming gender. Okay, if somebody calls this person a boy or a woman or whatever, then they want to cancel them if they identify as the opposite. That makes absolutely no sense. But if your outward appearance, you yeah. got to realize... <laughs> You're not going to educate people if you, you're just yelling at them because they're not going to receive it. Mm-hmm. Now, that could have been a teachable moment. But the way that you come across when I'm saying, excuse me, ma'am, because you wearing like, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, your hair in a fucking ponytail. Mm-hmm. I'm like, excuse me, ma'am. Like, I ain't got time to decipher. Everybody's walking around with fucking masks on. I ain't got time to decipher who the fuck is a woman and who the fuck <laughs> is a man. Right. Move the fuck out the way. Would you rather me say that? <laughs> That's very, that's uh, that's all yeah. encompassing with gender. Get the fuck out the way. <laughs> Please. That, is that better? <laughs> now, if I had said that, then it'd have been a fight. <laughs> I said, excuse me, ma'am. And she turned, or he turned around and then like, I'm not a, a ma'am. I'm a, a, a man. I'm a man. I'm like, all right. It's it's way too many nuances, and it's making things now like they acting like every, you're every held accountable fucking, uh, for the nuances. Yeah, yeah, and I agree. And and I mean, like on one aspect, like I get it. Like you know, if I change my name, I want to be addressed as my name, so I get it. But on the other hand, it's just like it seems like each day something's changing. There's these nuances, but then it's like it's not correlating to what we see and then it's not and then we're being crucified (laughs) for not yeah being able to correlate with what they feel and what we see and it's it's a little bit unfair you know what i mean like i understand like if if you know we've had a conversation you say hey my name is bob but i really want to be addressed as um jill and i disregard that moving forward then i can see your issue but if your name tag says fucking Bill and I'm calling you Bill. You cannot get mad that I'm calling you Bill. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I shouldn't be crucified for calling you what I see or calling it how I see it. That's your te- that's your opportunity. And like, to I'm, educate. Uh, I'm yeah, a case manager. Sense. I've had transgender clients. I've had, you know, all types of clients. Mm-hmm. I asked them, how would you like to be addressed? Because that is a formal setting. But right. if we're in the street, right. I exactly. don't have time for all of that. Yeah, that's how. Yeah, that's I don't have I'm time saying. to address you as like in all our lives. You have to realize all of it. It's not like we just started working <laughs> like we've been working. Some of us have been working for like people have been working all their damn life, like mm-hmm. from 15 They've addressed people as ma'am, sir, miss. Mm-hmm. You've been, when you were raised appropriately, ma'am, sir, miss, mm-hmm. mister. 
I think now my, all of a sudden you can't call anybody. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, it, I, I identify as he, him. Hit, bit. What's alarming for me a little bit is the fact that like it feels like an erasure of just gender. Like there is like this is I don't know who's pushing it, but there's a, like a push to like just erase gender completely, like the whole non-binary thing or whatever. So Look, it's like I feel something. like it's if like if I go just... to the fucking store and it's like a non-binary <laughs> section for me to find clothing, I'm gonna fucking flip. <laughs> Because the men's section is very is very defined. You know what you're looking for. If I gotta go through goddamn kilts and skirt and then it, look, I have no problem. Like I have no problem. I don't wear that, but I don't have a problem with people who do. But if I gotta go sort through all that shit, it's gonna be a fucking issue. Could you imagine going through Marshalls with a nine binary? It already looks like a fucking tornado hit the shit already. Go through a fucking non-binary section in Marshalls. You would never fucking leave. <laughs> You'd fucking walk out. You wouldn't even grab anything. Fucking H&M. Well, that's already non-binary. But like, you, <laughs> got, sometimes they got skirts in the men's. I'm oh like, God. what the hell? I'm not wearing that. that First of all, so I'm lucky true, my big though. ass can fit in a H&M. <laughs> no but it's so true but and i just want to know like because i just don't feel like it's fair to just try to erase gender completely when people that's how you earn your period yeah no literally (laughs) (laughs) like on some real shit because i feel like on on one end and then wait i'm sorry and uh, because this just came to my mind and then they got there's shit men have periods too no, yeah, you don't. That's disrespectful as fuck. To no, me. you don't. That don't, is so I'm disrespectful not, to women. women. And that's what I'm saying. Women stop like, bleeding from the age of like nine or eight or, 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 yeah. or ten. And they got to go through that for like 30 years, some. And then they go through menopause. They go through hot flashes. They stand in front of fucking freezers in the <laughs> middle of goddamn January. You're talking about men can have periods too. Fucking, I had a. <laughs> fucking co-worker in the middle of goddamn January she had such a hot flash she fucking opened that goddamn door that was like the coldest goddamn day of January and you and you mean to tell me that if you you don't get that bitch you don't get that you don't get that take your fucking uh, uh Viagra and be happy with that okay oh, your saggy shit. balls you do not have a fucking period <sighs> anyway Sorry, I digress. That's some real shit. That's some real shit. And it's like, you know, I don't want to be offensive to anybody that um, identifies as a woman. But being a cis woman, there there is a fine line of like, as a cis woman, you feel a little bit disrespected by certain things. This whole period movement, you know, almost the erasure of like what it means to be a cis woman it's a little bit offensive and it's like you could be a woman all day but like this idea that you can fully relate to what it is to be it's like a white it's like a white man you know identifying as a black guy for two days and then feeling like he understands what fucking 400 years of fucking slavery feels like that's not that's not that can't happen so it's not it's a little bit unfair and it's a little bit disrespectful um with with like this erasure of cis women i feel like and i mean i'm not saying that um 
all trans women that are identifying women are trying to do that. That's not what I'm saying. Yeah. But it's certain movements that I'm looking at and I'm like, what? How far is too far? And then not only that, no, and then let me <laughs> let me clarify that because people half-ass listen. Yeah, I'm not trying to sound like a, a bigot. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a bigot. Number one, I like. I believe live and let live. Let your freak flag fly. Do whatever <laughs> you want to do, as long as we're with a consenting adult. You know, mm-hmm. we're all adults. We make choices. But a pre-op transgender, you can change your fucking mind, mm-hmm. and not go through with the procedure. Mm-hmm. And you could become a man. Uh, well, you could return back into your identity as a man and earn more than a cis woman. Mm-hmm. That, my friends, is fucked up. I don't give a fuck how many ways you try to slice it or how many tries, uh, how many ways. Well, we are, we are, uh, 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 what you mean, marginalized. <coughs> we are marginalized. Nobody is more marginalized than a black woman. Mm hmm. The black women, black women in general, march for every fucking body. They they advocate for every fucking body, and then they always get silenced. A and word. Anyway, <clears throat> a word in a church, child. Let's. let's but <laughs> yeah. So that's why I I do beg the question: like, how far or too far? Like, I mean, I like you said, I'm all for. One live and and let live like you know the whole um I guess trying to implement trans men and women into um sports teams right so like um having a trans woman be a part of women's sports I know this has been like car- up for conversation isn't that the whole uh, WNBA though <laughs> <laughs> you don't see those <laughs> you don't see some of them like. But I know, but they have been saying, like, you know, one um, <laughs> one fair solution, I guess, would be to have trans women be a part of more, like, um, team sports um, with, cis, with cis women versus, like, combat sports, like, maybe, like, um, kickboxing, like, you know, the, then it would be a, a separate, I guess, um, um, team for trans but women. See, what, you, you can't you have seen a trans in the movie Joanna versus... Man how that played out. So right. yeah, I mean that's why I'm like I don't know, but like these are different like um ways of guess uh compromising or trying to come to a solution to implement it. But this is what I'm saying. It's like it, it's getting confusing a little bit, or not even necessarily confusing, but I it's just I wonder like how far is too far? Because if you do, if they say all right, like let them do combat sports, so now you have. <laughs> Someone, shit. you know what I mean? Like doing kickboxing, like that shit is unfair. So what are we really doing? <laughs> so, you know, I don't know. No, you know what? <laughs> Integrate everybody. You know what? <laughs> don't separate anybody. Let everybody right. play I mean, equal playing field. Whoever gets knocked on their ass, get knocked on their ass. Whoever throws a touchdown, throws I just a touchdown. Feel Whoever like hit a home run, hit a home run. The That's ones it. that are part of... LGBTQAI community. I might be li- missing some letters. I feel I like think I do. <laughs> I feel like there needs to be a clear distinction of what some members want versus others. Because what is happening is, you know, on the flip side from what I, I hear from a lot of like my cis male friends and stuff like that, and um, or women friends. It's this like concern of like what is the movement actually about versus just equality because then now we get into like 
pedophilia and like you know what I'm saying? No, and no, then no, it's like, no, 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 I'm just no because not you, but oh. uh, there's gonna be somebody that listens and they they be like, oh, see, that's what I knew they they were trying to do. They trying no, to tie no. pedophilia. Well, that's with what this. I'm, but that's but what I'm saying. Is, I'm no, trying to say, yeah, so, you don't want people to start tying it. So it needs to start being a clear distinction of what is the what do you guys want as far as your movement and really be clear and separate these two worlds because there is a world where people are tying those things together. Yeah. And that's what I mean. Like, I'm not, I'm not, because I personally don't tie those two together. And when people do have these conversations with me, I'm like, no, it's not the same thing. Yeah. But I feel like I need, I, I do understand. Yeah, yeah. But I, too. yeah, like, I, I've had to do that like, a lot me, of times. Let me, let me try to. Tr- and that's <laughs> what I mean. Like, I don't want to have to feel like I have to keep um, educating people. So on, on those two, like knowing that that's not the same thing, but I feel like they need to also make that distinction as to saying like these things are not the same things, but these are what we need and what we want because it mm-hmm. just does feel like with some groups it's just like an ongoing like <clears throat> I don't know what the hell is going on, but yeah. <laughs> so yeah. be clear. Let's be clear on what it is that. We we I guess see is um equality or what's what's the ones like what do we need? I think people uh, in this day and age of Twitter and social media, I just think that they just they just post shit to post shit and for attention. And like I said, with with uh Miss Lovato oh, shit uh, Lovato mm-hmm. Demi Lovato, mm-hmm. I think that she's just doing this for attention. Every t- a couple months, she doing something new for attention. Like she, like she came were... out as a bipolar, depressive, schizophrenic. Like yeah, a few she's weeks done ago, that. then she, then she uh, came out as a non-binary uh, person this past week. Then she came and she's gonna and come out as a, a black girl. And that's not a good look either because people are gonna like, associate <laughs> now that with the the movement and it's like those two things shouldn't even necessarily be associated because that's not fair either so it's like i don't know she's making it look she's just yeah yeah but you know since you know she got the right complexion they can hail her as she a could hero. do whatever she wanted to do yeah, so you know uh yeah whatever she got the uh, complexion for the protection yeah so let's transition to <laughs> <laughs> oh god i did not mean to say that <laughs> oh that's that's a uh, anyway I know a lot of people going to be like, what the, <laughs> what the fuck, John? It set people back 20 years. I'm like, no, it didn't. This <laughs> is just one person's opinion. <laughs> now, this was a major story in between tapings, and we must get to it because uh, people have been asking me my opinion on this uh, particular subject. Portia Williams. Oh, God. In a Mother's Day post revealed that she is currently engaged to a man that she has been in a relationship with for just about a month. Now, the kicker is that this is not just an ordinary man, but rather the future ex-husband of uh, to her co-star mm-hmm. on The Real Housewives of Atlanta, um, an alleged friend, Faye Lynn. Now, since the reports came out, Portia has denied ever being friends mm-hmm. with the co-star and just insists that they were just co-workers. Mm-hmm. Did I summarize this correctly? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Now, if in fact Portia and Phelan are not friends, but rather just co-workers, did she indeed break girl code? Is that star. the question? 
Yeah, she did. How? But they're not friends. They are colleagues. Doesn't matter. They were cordial. Made the best they're pussy not friends, win. But you <laughs> made the best pussy win. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> made the best vagina win. Listen, Sorry. We're not friends, but I was at your house. Keying up with you, we've been taking pictures. See, it's different. It's not like they work a nine to five at the school and you, you're seeing each other as passive buyers. No, they were building a proper rapport. So it's a little bit of a different interaction. Like you were in my home. That's different. Bitch, the minute you step in my home, I don't give a fuck because we, we weren't friends. I, I don't care if it was a crackhead off the street. If you, if I ever invite you into my home and now you fucking my man, we have beef. We have a fucking problem. You were in my house. You were in my intimate setting. So you are already a crossing boundary. Setting? Intimate setting. Oh, okay. okay. Not intimate with, <laughs> let's not get into no, the this. vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> I told you no. I was going to get your ass the, the vaccine. Intimate settings. <laughs> Why are you guys doing? Ew, boy. You're blocked. <laughs> One, one of them trolls on here. But no, we're in intimate settings. So, like, I'm not, I don't give a fuck if we friends, coworkers. Once I bring you into my space, you cannot, no, that's disrespectful. That's disrespectful. What did uh, Billy say? He said, shut the fuck up, hoes. <laughs> Your mother ain't on this live. Who are you calling a hoe? Your crusty pussy ass mother ain't on this live. Watch your fucking mouth when you talk to her. Okay? Your mother should have taught you better manners, bitch ass pussy. Anyway, um <laughs> Your motherfucking mother ejaculate fucking cobwebs. Pussy spell like Ben Gay. The fuck? <laughs> now troll that. I got time. I got time, bitch. Oh, Lord. Anyway. <laughs> Back to our regularly scheduled programming. <laughs> you know. That's why Josh didn't bring his family. <laughs> like, what's going on? I thought you said Kirk Franklin was going to be here. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about shut the fuck up hoes Like your mother's on live <laughs> Your mother retired from hoeing bitch That bitch was on real sex Hookers at Hunts Point No goddamn teeth so, uh, You probably ain't got no teeth <laughs> Fucking no teeth gum head snagapus bitch <laughs> Pussy asshole. Talking oh, about God. his mom and his aunties. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, hoes. Who the fuck he talking about? They fucking squirt goddamn dust. <laughs> fuck out of here. <laughs> fucking. <laughs> Goddamn pussy look like used up <laughs> library book, bitch. <laughs> fucking the back all worn the fuck out. <laughs> Shit. That pussy as old as the original printing press, bitch. Fucking. Anyway. Um, <laughs> oh, like. Huh. 
Anyway, that's what happens when I don't go to the gym. I got pent up. I pent up. Oh my god! I know people go back. Who are you talking about? For <laughs> real. Let me let me break the fourth wall. So, Star has uh, one of her lives up, right? Just so I can give you some context, you I think I'm going on a fucking Tourette's rampage right now. Star has one of her lives up. Um, meet me, right? Yeah. And one of the guys yeah. said, shut the fuck up, hoes. And like, <laughs> you know, it's only two hoes on this live. <laughs> I guess that he's trying to refer to meaning because he used plural. So he, I guess, referred to Star <laughs> and myself. But I guess since Star is always like, you know, namaste and love and light and, you know, incense. I guess he thought that he could do that with me, but I'm fucking, you know, four locos and black and mild, okay, and backwards. And I just, you know. Oh, God. Yeah. So I'm tired of talking oh, about your shit. mother that was on America Undercover in the <laughs> 1990s talking about sucking dick for 25 cents for pop. Anyway, let's talk about lesbian love. <laughs> Butch Queen and Seely from the Color Purple Plat Braid having ass nigga ASAP Rocky and had an, a, a, a recent interview with GQ magazine where he states that my wife, Rihanna, is the love of his life. You have any thoughts before I read what he has to say? He's a colorist. I don't want nothing to do with him. <laughs> okay. Change, Rocky is saying, is good. In his love mm -hmm. life, though, the change has ex uh, Rocky has experienced is drastic. It's changed in the same way that a Mega Millions lottery winner experienced change because ASAP Rocky is dating Rihanna. At least they... They damn right. Because huh. how much he makes? Uh, a Metro card. <laughs> <laughs> a monthly Metro card. <laughs> no, let's not give him that credit. <laughs> got a day pass. Fuck out of here. Rocky knows he probably shouldn't talk about Rihanna, the triple <laughs> the triple A list pop star, widely successful fashion and beauty mm -hmm. entrepreneur, and category five cultural hurricane, but he mm -hmm. can't help himself. As soon as I bring her up, he starts beaming like a teenager whose crush just accepted his prominent invite. So descriptive. <laughs> I could practically hear the angels singing the love of my life, he calls her. My lady. The exact timeline of their relationship is uncertain. That's because we ain't broke up yet, bitch. <laughs> and Rocky won't divulge many details because you know I'm looking for him. <laughs> Rumors about their status began circulating as early as 2013 when Rocky opened for Rihanna's Diamond World Tour. Mm. You can see why the global pop culture apparatus... Look, this is too many big words. I feel like I'm on the SAT. <laughs> and the duos combined... 100 million fans, which, you know, like, what, 99 million for her? <laughs> 99, 999,999 fans and his one. That rocks the same little Sealy from the color purple <laughs> plaits from the side. I can't get over that last line. Like, at least they said most of them hers, to be right. fair. Yeah. 
have been attempting to speak their union into existence. They're both insanely hot. They both got culture culture shifting side hustles. They're both fashion oracles. Their coupling feels predestined. Mm. Mm. ASAP Rocky uh, says in the question was, is he ready to be a father? If that's in my destiny, absolutely. I think I'm already a dad. All these motherfuckers are already my sons. What All you right, talking Nikki. about? He laughs right. and then he starts choosing his words carefully. He's such a not, bad bitch. Not, he is. <laughs> that you see, right? Um, HRA. <laughs> nah, but like, I think I'd be an incredible, remarkably overall amazing dad. I would have a very fly child. Very. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we know that uh, Rihanna's going to dump him in five <laughs> seconds. So uh, what's your thoughts on that star? Because, you know, once, hopefully once he don't start, trap her. That's all I keep thinking. Once they claim her, they, she'd <laughs> be like, she? psych. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we That's last so Riri. long. That's why we last so long. <laughs> Shit. That's my Ten Riri. years strong. <laughs> We'd be clandestine in these little, you know, little side restaurants and shit. She'd be taking me to Chipotle. Oh, and let subway. <laughs> Listen, I love Bobby. Food in front of you. I don't need him tearing down her brand. Like I really don't. I hope he keeps it cute and keep it on mute because he has already showed his ass a few times throughout interviews, especially when it came to like black issues. And one thing about Riri, she's the polar opposite. She speaks on all issues. She's very um in tune. She likes to like you know make sure that. She does her part. So if he can't step up to that, then he needs to go. Because that is her brand, not for nothing. And also, <laughs> not for nothing, that person. he made fun of her domestic violence situation with Chris Brown. Oh, when was this? This when it first happened. Mm-mm-mm-mm. He made a tweet about it, allegedly. Mm-hmm. You know how you could doctor tweets, mm-hmm. but... He has a, he's had a he very strikes ignorant... me. He strikes me as that type. Yeah, yeah. So are you here for the lesbian couple of the year? No, not at Who all. do you think is the top and who's the bottom? Because <laughs> they're both lipstick lesbians. I mean, Rihanna's dominant, so, you know. I so think she pegs the, him. That answers it. <laughs> she pegs him. <laughs> Allegedly. She puts the strap on, on <laughs> like Young M.A. I think her and Young M.A. would be a fly couple. I think he comes with his own toys. Yeah. Young M.A. <laughs> You remember when Young and May took that picture with Nicki Minaj and she looked more of a Nicki Minaj boyfriend than Meek did? <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. I gotta, if I find that picture, I'll show it to you. Who would you see Rihanna dating like Tupac? <laughs> if Tupac was still alive, Tupac and Rihanna, we'd get an album every fucking week. Every week we get an album. Bonnie and Clyde, part one. Bonnie and Clyde, part two. Well, at least every month. I don't know who I see Riri with, man. Me. <laughs> That's how my style feel, you know. But I don't know. What? I really don't see her with. I don't know. Like, you get the top. Would you? I can get her pregnant. <laughs> a lot of people rather her with Drake, but I don't. You know, Drake is a fuckboy. Yeah, he is. That's I don't. I don't see that either. He got that stripper pregnant. He got that porn star pregnant yeah. while they were together because I was look, thinking of the timeline. Mm-hmm. The boy turned one in 2018. Mm-hmm. 
Of course, they had. That's the, when they were still rekindling, and uh, and he, sl- he fumbled. Uh, the, the boy was uh, born, uh, mm-hmm. conceived in 2017. Mm-hmm. They were in 2016. 2000. Entanglements yeah. around that time. Yeah. Mm. They don't just. I wish he would get back with that billionaire. That was the only person I was like. Mm. <laughs> his his family wouldn't allow that anyway. <laughs> you don't wear curls. <laughs> like I could see them like. I I feel like it's part part of the reason why they broke up for you know. You don't wear clothes. And they never said why. She was, I think she was in love with that dude. And she was like, look, I am not wearing all this all this black <laughs> and motherfucking so Abu Dhabi. <laughs> like, I got to air this cooch out. Yeah, that's the picture. Walter in the clutch. Yes. Oh, yes. Don't they look like a good couple? They do, though. They look like they have fire sex, too. Look at her. She yeah, happy. She get that pussy lick every day. <laughs> Damn, can we they throw that do. picture up they here real quick it. so they could, could see? <laughs> Let's see. If we could try to get that, like, <laughs> while, while we transition to the next story. We got a lot of transitioning and lesbianing and going on. Let me just call this the Rainbow Coalition episode. Oh, yeah, you can show it on, so... on there. Yes. Yeah, they look good. Yeah, they look good. Yeah. yeah. We're putting focus, pussy. Yeah, focus a little bit. Yeah, they got that little. The body language, like Young and May, is like, yeah. I'm like, you know. Oh yeah, yep, that's it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Young and May look like, yeah, I'm taking that strap on and fucking her every night. That is a beautiful Nicki ass. Nicki Minaj, she said. That is a beautiful (laughs) ass couple. I am jealous. Uh Beautiful. Um. Mm-hmm. We're gonna talk about this uh, the next episode about the CDC recommendations and the vaccine and stuff. Mm-hmm. But like we're we gonna get into that like next episode. But let's get into Billy Porter. Um, kudos to him um, for living his truth to come out and announce that he has been living with HIV mm-hmm. uh, for over a decade. Um, you know, so you know. As he heard um, when he was filming it, that was his first time actually coming out about it while he was filming that episode. Um, and apparently, I think that episode was about that or something like that. It was in, like, correlation to that. Yeah. So it was very personal to him. And, um, yeah, that was his first time ever coming out about it at all, just even while filming. So everybody was um, surprised and shocked. And so that was brave, though, because it's like, almost like he was reliving his, his, his own situation. His, yeah, his situation. Yeah. And, um, you know, I have... Um, several friends that are positive and mm-hmm. you know uh you know that could, that's a lifelong mm-hmm. um Fight. mental physical you got to make sure you're on top of you know your your meds you got to make mm-hmm. sure you're on top of your doctor's appointments and mm-hmm. you know it, and kudos to everybody who is currently going through that uh you know that situation though that uh I don't want to call it a battle because I don't want to see like make it seem like a negative thing, but I don't want to make it seem like a positive thing. It's like yeah. you know a situation. Like, yeah. yeah. So, um, Billy Porter revealed he's HIV positive in his new cover story for the Hollywood Reporter. The Post star, fifty-one years old, said he was diagnosed in June of two thousand and seven. 
and he kept it a secret for years from nearly everyone, including his mother. Mm-hmm. I was trying to have a life and a career, and I wasn't certain I could if I if the wrong people knew. Porter said, and that's that's a justifiable thing because a lot of people use that as blackmail or use that as a reason to not want to work with you. Mm-hmm. Um, fortunately, there's been a lot of um, advances in medicine. Mm-hmm. Where you, now I think there's a a trial going on to see if there's an injection that you could do once a month or once every three months. I'm not too entirely. I can't remember off the top of my head, and I'll have to research that a little further. But um, uh, he goes on to say it would just be another way for people to discriminate against me in an already discriminatory profession. The Broadway mm-hmm. star who is just an Oscar away from becoming an EGOT, which is a Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, and Tony Mm -hmm. award winner um, called 2007 his worst year as he Mm -hmm. had already been diagnosed with type 2 diabetes and signed bankruptcy papers. Wow. Um, Goes on to say uh, that HIV positive where he comes from growing up in a Pentecostal church with a very religious family was God's way of punishing him for being gay. And that's a lot of people. Yeah, so a lot a of people subscribe that to that. that They're a lot yeah. of like the older, you know, um, saints. That's why yeah. there's a lot of pastors that fucking suck people in the parks mm-hmm. late at night, you know, <laughs> on the DL. But then ain't my story to tell. Um, what? <laughs> like allegedly? It's not alleged. <laughs> the deacons and the pastors fucking each other and Listen. during services. Now that's alleged. <laughs> They be downstairs <laughs> while they get their offering. Lil Nas said it, you know. They be like, yes, and Ephesians 4, <laughs> 23. For God so loved the world. <laughs> That's John 3, 16. Anyway. Porter, who relocated to Long Island with his husband, Adam Smith, amid the pandemic, credited quarantine with forcing him to face his life's traumas. Shit. Didn't it force us all? Mm. Including including the sexual abuse he endured from ages seven to twelve at the hands mm. of his stepfather. Mm-mm-mm. Um, shit, I hate when you scroll down. Okay, there has never been a moment that I have not been in trauma, which is what I've discovered this last year, mm. and it was my engine for a very long time. My trauma served me. My story has served me in terms of forward motion. Um. Billy Porter credits the HIV positive character on Pose, um, Pray Tell, uh, with helping him come to terms with his real life diagnosis. It was an opportunity to work through the shame of HIV and where I have gotten to in this moment, Mm -hmm. Porter explained. And the brilliance of Pray Tell and this opportunity was that I was able to say everything that I wanted to say through a surrogate. Um, Porter then revealed that he was so embarrassed and ashamed by his HIV positive diagnosis that he concealed it from his mother who had already faced religious persecution because of her gay son Mm -hmm. Uh, he said i was the statistic that everybody said that i would be so i made a pact with myself that i would let her die before i told her that's what i was waiting for if i'm being honest he shared when we moved into the actors fund nursing home i was like she's not going to be here long and then i'll write my book and come out and she won't have to live with the embarrassment of having an HIV uh, positive child. That was five years ago. She ain't going anywhere. <laughs> That's right. 
So he finally shared his truth with his mother this year, mm-hmm. and she couldn't believe that he concealed it from her. And then, mm-hmm. which was so beautiful, she said, I love you no matter what. Yeah. And he said that um, the truth shall set you free. I felt my heart releasing. It had felt like a hand was holding my heart clenched for years, mm-hmm. and it's all gone. And it couldn't have happened at a better time. Now he says that he's healthiest. He's the healthiest he's ever been, and he's focusing on the future. So that's that's a beautiful, beautiful Mm -hmm. story. That's a beautiful, beautiful way to end um, this episode. Um, Do you have any final thoughts? No, that's beautiful. I mean, that's definitely when life comes full circle. And no matter how much you might try to run from your truth, look how he's presented his truth right in front of his face. Like, he can't even run from And millions of people. Yeah, and millions of people. So he had to use, like he said, he's been living with that trauma. He had to use that trauma now to present a story to that will help other people and it, and it and it helped him with his own closure so i think that's a beautiful story and yeah that was the perfect way to end this segment yes yeah so as i always like to say stay away from the hookers at hunts point <laughs> like um this nigga's mother's and uh, meet me and stay away from negative people because more than likely they have negative bank accounts on behalf of walter star and myself We will see and speak to you next week on the John Cash Podcast, bitches. Yo, listen to the John Cash.